Hey guys, Dylan here, producer of the Ecommerce Alley podcast. Now, before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you know about a special offer that we are giving all of our podcast listeners. If you scroll down below this episode in the show notes, you'll find a link to a special podcast listener deal on our scientific e-commerce Facebook ads testing course. Now, normally this is $27, but we're going to give you a special link to grab it for only 10 And included with that is a 30-minute ads expert call where we help answer your questions and implement the content. Thank you very much for being a valued listener to our podcast. And now, on to this episode. Over the last 10 years, we've worked with more than 500 brands, which is crazy. It's actually like over 200 of them have been in the last two years, which is pretty amazing. But since our expertise area is Facebook ads for new customer acquisition, what we've kind of noticed is that there are there are usually these very clear distinctions between uh, the accounts that really kind of struggle to get off the ground if they do, and, and the ones that just come in and just absolutely like hockey stick their growth. And, and the, the, the interesting thing between both of them is it's, it's not that they both have a lack of passion uh, or that they have a lack of great products. Most of the clients that we all work with have great degrees of passion and have great quality products. But there are usually these, there's usually one of four dials that is just not turned to the right setting from their ads and, 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 and kind of going down to their website. And so what I want to do in this episode is I'm going to share some of those trends that we see, and then I'm going to explain how we de-bottleneck these areas of ads so that you can actually experience this level of scale that you want. Now, I believe the largest reason ads suck and they don't scale is the customer experience sucks. Like this is base level one, and it's easy to overlook because like we're kind of past that, right? We, we figured out, hey, these are our products, this is our store, this is our, our, our website, but the foundation of great marketing is great product in buying experience. You know, because if your product isn't great, you can't win in the long run no matter how hard you try or how hard you push the marketing gas pedal. And if the buying experience that they're going through isn't that great, from clicking on the ad to the landing page to what the product actually is to checking out, you're gonna struggle to get your ads to actually scale. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean we have to have this beautiful web design because we have clients with ugly websites, in my uh, subjective opinion, that actually do very well. But what they're buying needs to be clear. The messaging needs to speak to the customer in the way that they want to be spoken to. And because we often value certain things about our products. Like we we value certain things and we think a certain way for a certain reasons. And so a lot of times we we force those values and we flaunt our features on our ads and our pages, but more people are often moved by pain than pleasure in features. So if the product sucks and the buying experience sucks, your ads will suck. And I wanna talk through this episode, how do we make our ads not suck? Like, <laughs> How do we fix that? And so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna walk through the four dials that we like to turn in order to unlock this just flow of milk and honey orders, all the orders that you could imagine into the promised land. And so I'm gonna assume that you have great products. We've checked that box because that is the foundation for good marketing to actually work. So I'm gonna assume you have great products and you have a great customer buying 
experience. And with that in mind, we then move on to tweak one of these four different dials to the right spot so that we can create the most efficient and profitable flow of orders possible. The first dial that we're gonna tweak is what we call the offer dial. A great offer can two, three, or four X the results of your advertising efforts. So imagine, let's say you're looking to buy workout gear, right? You're, you're trying to buy some new workout t-shirts for the gym. You line up five different competitor companies with their different websites, and all of them are saying they have beautiful product photography. They all have the exact same pricing. They have wonderful descriptions, clear exchange policies, and they all say we're sustainable and have this mission behind it. But one of them has an offer for buy one, get one 30% off. What would you go with? probably the one with the offer. All things being equal, an offer is going to move someone to action more than no offer. And so when we think of offers, this has to largely do with the product collection that you're leading with, the pricing of it, and the positioning of the offer. One offer could be that I'm running ads to a t-shirt collection with everything at full price, and I'm giving them 15% off their first purchase, woo! Which is very typical, by the way. Or another offer could be running ads to that same collection with two clearance tees positioned at the top six shirts of that collection page, but instead of 15% off, you do buy two, get the third for $3. This would entice a higher average order value and help your ad results much better. So there's a great quote in the book, $100 million offers by Alex Hermosian. He says, make them an offer so good, they'll feel stupid saying no. There are power in offers in the economics of them. And I recently did an episode on this, um, on the power of offers. So if you want kind of a deep dive, go back to episode 99. I break down the economics of offers, how to structure them, the top five offers that we see do really well for e-commerce on Facebook ads. So if you want more deep dive into that, go check that out. And when I'm talking of offers, like, yes, you're gonna lose some margin, but with the right offer, you're gonna offset that with lower cost per acquisition. For example, we had a client who sold a variety of sauce for 40-ish dollars. It was a variety pack for $40, but they gave a standard 15% off. Big one, everybody does that, right? The cost per acquisition was $105.58. Sense. Then he made it for $3 for three bottles of sauce. And then the customer also paid the shipping. These are sample size bottles. Now, yes, you will lose some margin, but with the right offer, you're gonna offset, you're gonna offset that discount that you're offering by lower cost per acquisition costs. Let me give you an example. We had a client who sold a variety, he had a variety pack of his sauce that he sold for 40-ish dollars but he gave a standard 15% off for new customer orders. The cost to acquire a customer on Facebook was $105.58. Then he tweaked his offer. And instead he took these sample bottles, these three of his three sauces and said, $3 for three bottles of sauce, but you pay for the shipping. The cost to acquire a customer went down to $4.51. And after the shipping charges, it brought him to about a break even to minus a dollar or so to acquire that first customer, which is hard in the food and beverage space when you're shipping heavier items. But the good thing is the lifetime value is where you make your money in that space. And so that was going from $105.58 to acquire a customer down to $4.51. That's a 96% decrease in cost per customer with Facebook ads simply by shifting your offer. And so if, if it feels like you're you've tested a ton of ads, audience, campaign structures, et cetera, but your, your cost per acquisition is just sky high, 
An offer might be the dial that you need to tweak inside your business. And the indicators of this typically are gonna be things like high click-through rate, low cost per click, meaning you're getting a lot of volume, but you have a low conversion. So if your Facebook ads look great, your CPMs are good, and you're getting good click-through rate, and you're getting nice cost per clicks, our general rule of thumb is like a dollar to a dollar fifty is relatively good. And so if you're in that zone, but you're not hitting your target KPIs, your offer might be the issue because people are clicking down through and then they're just, you're losing them at the conversion. There may be some inconsistency in that. And so it could also mean, it could mean the offer or it could mean that your ads aren't very intent based and they're just driving this low quality traffic because they're intriguing. But let's say your ads are clear and you're still losing them on the site. Then that means the offer dial is that dial that you're probably gonna need to turn. Which leads me to dial number two, the ad dial. Now something real quick, we specialize in is what we call the ad lab method. And, and this is like an ad testing framework. We usually teach this and we have a course, you can grab it by the way, go to allypodcast.com slash A-L-M for ad lab method. So allypodcast.com slash A-L-M. It's a $27 course, best 27 bucks you'll ever spend. And so we've taught our ad lab testing methodology to more than 3,000 businesses at this moment in time. And the interesting thing and the trend is amongst all of them is the majority were not testing enough. They were doing a few tests or they were trying to live on the hope and prayer of an ad that worked like six months ago or a year ago or, or pre-2021. And, and we're living on like the, the hit, the glory days, right? And most of them were not testing enough. And so you need to learn to test. This is that next dial. So you're tweaking the offer dial and then there's this ad dial. And uh, with ads, you need to learn to test. If not, go ahead and grab the course. But when I'm talking about testing, I'm talking about testing. Uh, we want to test our creative, our headline, and our primary text. And now Facebook is going to take into consideration. It analyzes your ad for context. And so the cool thing is, if you have great ads, it's going to find the right people a lot easier and the more tangible and, and we're using keywords in our ads, it's going to help us tremendously. So your problem, it might be that UGC doesn't really work for you. You know, there's this, we had this huge UGC crave, craze and, and, and you know what? We all went and got it. We're all using Bill and all these tools and making it and it might work for you, but it might actually not. Uh, we just had a uh, subscription box company that just joined our coaching program that we're working with. And in the first week, we found out that UGC just was costing several hundred dollars to acquire a customer, which was crazy. And we dropped it to 30-ish dollars per customer by simply moving to images. So you may need to tweak your ad dial. You might have to say, hey, let's think about our messaging. Um, am I being really general or am I being really tangible with the copy and the messaging that I'm using? Because when we think of ads, we think of it on a sliding scale of intent and intrigue. And if your ad is sliding on the scale of intriguing, you're gonna get a lot of volume, but you're not gonna get a lot of conversion. You're gonna lose them. And on the other side, if you have a lot of intent, it's like, this is our product, buy it, it is this much dollars, and that's it, then you're gonna pay a lot per click, but it's gonna be higher quality. And so we try to balance as we can to being intriguing, but also intent focused. So we're driving this high quality traffic. 
And so when you get, this is, this is the dial that we're going to, we, we're going to turn in our business when we get stuck on, we call it stuck on the dashboard. So what that means is um, on the dashboard of your Facebook ads account, if you have like high CPMs, low click-through rate, high cost per click, low add to cart rate, low conversion rate, meaning you have a high bounce rate, it usually means your ads have some space to go because you can have the best offer on the planet you could have a wonderful website, but if your cost per click is $5 and your AOV is 50, you're not gonna be able to make it. Your, 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 your break-even ROAS and your cost per purchase is going to be just substantially higher than you need it to make ads truly profitable. So if you have if you get stuck on the dashboard, meaning your ads man and your ads are not producing quality uh, clicks at a rate that you'll be able to sustain, then ads might be the dial you need to change. You need to tweak inside your business. Which leads me to dial number three. This is the audience dial. So these are the people that you're trying to talk to, right? So first you have the offer, which is gonna be like the product, the pricing, the positioning. So we have our offer dial, then we have the ads, and now who we run to matters. And this is usually in the form of interests, lookalikes, and open targeting. As of now, we continue to see open targeting or broad targeting just do very well, but not in every situation. Like big interest stacks crush it for some clients. Broad crushes it for other clients. Sometimes broad just annihilates them and does not do well for clients. And we're honestly seeing lookalikes right now make this crazy comeback like they did way back in the day when they were like the best thing since sliced bread. And then they died after iOS 14. We're seeing lookalikes come back and do really, really well right now. Because Facebook changes all the time. What worked 12 to 18 months ago doesn't always work today. Like broad wasn't that great 12 to 18 months ago. And it has become so much better now. I personally think the algorithm just needed to improve a little bit and it has. And now it's pretty amazing, especially in advantage shopping campaigns, which we have an episode on that if you have not yet checked that out. Lookalikes, they used to be the best back in the day. Uh, then they nosedived after iOS 14. But now they're coming back up and we're seeing them work with different accounts that we have access to and that we work with hands on. And so you get the idea, like the indicators of the audience being the dial that you need to tweak is that your ads and targeting offers that used to work for a long time are no longer working. And so targeting may have shifted a little bit and now you need to consider shifting as well. Maybe you've been going broad only and it's been a long time since you've tested big interest stacks or lookalikes. It may be time to consider those, uh, just consider them again. Or maybe you're only doing those and you're not going broad. It may be time to consider that again. So this is the third dial that will turn in our business when in our advertising account when we begin to have our ads not perform well. Now I'll be really honest. The most impactful two dials we turn are the offer and the ad style. Because if we have a great offer and great ads, usually it doesn't matter what the audiences are or the structure of the audience is, it will do well. And so the first two dials and the reason we have those in that order is you need a great offer with whatever the product, the price and the positioning is. You need a great offer with great ads. And the ads need to have context that Facebook is going to be used to find the types of people that you want to work with. And then that third dial is then the audiences. And we'll tweak that dial as we see fit, which goes to the final dial. And the final dial number four that we're going to turn to fix our ads that are just not scaling or we're having issues with. And this is the campaign structure dial. 
I don't believe there is one campaign structure that everybody should use. And anytime I hear somebody trying to push a single advertising structure or strategy as gospel or saying that something that, by the way, they don't do is dead, um, I can't help but just shake my head and how foolish that is. Um, because all it takes is one person to use a different campaign structure than you're using that you say is dead to disprove that theory. And I could say, for example, let's say I did keto. I could say keto is the best way to lose weight and burn fat because that's my experience. But then I have this friend who lost 70 pounds doing portion control dieting or doing Atkins or doing low carb or doing whatever that is. So his, but he eats ice cream every day. So clearly keto wasn't the thing he did, but his experience would disagree with my experience. And so I don't believe there is one campaign strategy you need to do. Uh, Advantage plus shopping campaigns. We see that right now, currently at the time of this recording, as the best campaign structures for majority of the 200 plus accounts that we have access to and we coach and we work in. In, including our agency. Uh, others, it doesn't work for them. Uh, we do see broad with DCAs do really well. We see some campaigns with tons of interest and lookalikes and ad set level targeting do really well. Some people are using interest in lookalikes and A plus audiences. Uh, some are using having a separated retargeting uh, campaign and some aren't. Some are doing ad set level budgets and some are doing campaign level budgets and some aren't. So it, it's all over the place. But here's the truth. Over time, Facebook changes the rules on us. It's evolving. Like what worked a year ago or six months ago may not work today. You know, I remember back when we had perfect tracking, when attribution was wonderful in our ads managers and people could run mediocre ads to these really targeted audiences and it crushed it. Now, it's not like that anymore. Uh, we used to run back in the day, and some of you know what I'm talking about. We used to run for uh, view content and then add to cart and then initiate checkout and then purchase. And that structure worked really, really well, but now it doesn't, which is why as marketers, we must constantly be innovating, testing, learning, and adapting and not being so stuck in our ways that we aren't open to the idea that guess what? Sometimes things change. And so if you've been doing a certain campaign structure for a long time and feel that you've refined your offer, you have fixed your ads, you have tested different targeting and audiences, and something still isn't working, then you need to consider testing new campaign structures. So in closing, I just want to share, great marketing, first of all, is built on great products. If you have a bad product, you're not gonna get repeat business, you're not gonna get the reviews, and the reviews are gonna then make your conversion rate go up. And so if you're struggling, if you don't have a really great product, and by the way, sometimes we have to be very vulnerable, vulnerable about it, and our products just need to improve a little bit. So great marketing is built on great products. If we can't get that right, everything else is not gonna fall in line. And then as we begin running our ads, there are four dials that we are always stepping back every single week and we are looking at. We are looking at to say, the first dial is the offer dial. What is the product I'm leading with? What is the price of that product and the offer tied to it? And what is the positioning of the offer that's tied to it? The second dial we're gonna turn is the ads dial. This is the primary text, the creative, and the headline. Is the messaging clear and am I speaking to my ideal customer in the way they want to be spoken to and telling a congruent story from ad to landing page to know that I'm driving high quality traffic? 
The third dial we're gonna tweak is the audience dial. Maybe you've been testing a lot of different things in the past and then things stopped working. This is the dial worth testing. Lookalikes, we see them coming back. Broad is actually getting a lot better than it was a year ago. And start, so start testing different audiences. And then the final dial that we're gonna turn is the campaign structure dial. If we feel confidently that we have done everything else, we've tweaked the offer, we have tweaked the ads, and the audience is good, then we need to consider uh, maybe the structure of the, the, the way we're putting our, everything together inside our account can be tested differently because we've just seen so many accounts respond to so many things in different ways. So what worked a month ago may not work the same today. We need to adapt, we need to test, we need to learn without assumption that there is only one way. This episode was produced by Dylan Counts behind the scenes. Um, if you wanna learn our ad lab method, this is how we test Facebook ads using rapid experimentation. We just released the most updated in-studio course version of it. It's 27 bucks. It's unbelievable. Go look at the reviews. Over 3,000 businesses have gone through it. We get emails every day from people doing it. I just had a crazy testimonial from a really big brand yesterday on a live stream that was doing it. And it's 27 bucks. Go to, the, go to alipodcast.com slash A-L-M, ad lab method. So alipodcast.com slash A-L-M. Check that out and we'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, it's Josh. Thanks for listening to the audio version of the e-commerce alley. Did you know that we actually have an amazing set in high quality video production that gets posted on YouTube every single week? If you've never watched the e-commerce alley on YouTube, you have to go to alleypodcast.com slash YouTube to check it out. Once again, thank you for listening to this podcast and we hope you enjoy this episode.